everyone. This is the 18th episode of the Pedal Podcast, and I'm away on holiday, but couldn't help myself and um, had Peter or Peter Kerekes with me, who's um, the president of the Hungarian Pedal Federation. Uh, he has been a professional tennis player, and um, he was converted in uh, the early 2010s. And since then, he decided that, yes, pedal is the way forward. So he really, really wanted to um, get it going. He came up with the Hungarian Pedal Federation. He also established Premier Pedal, and uh, which is um, not the professional tour, but rather the Hungarian um, court, which is uh, like one of the centers in, in Hungary. Um, they are making an amazing work in terms of like getting the awareness of pedal out for the people. And it has been fun to have a chat with him. He's lovely and we're going to have a game soon. And yeah, have a listen. It has been great to chat to Peter. So um, yeah, hopefully you will enjoy it as well. Hi, everyone. This is a really special episode of the Pedal Podcast. This is the 18th and I've got Peter or Peter Kerakes with me, who's uh, the president of the Hungarian uh, Pedal Federation. And it's a real honor. And thank you very much for um, for coming on the, the show. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to be really fascinating for me. I'm in Hungary at the moment. I'm, I'm back in, in Budapest, my hometown. And um, I just thought that it would be quite cool to have someone um, who's literally the best source of um, of the Hungarian pedal. And welcome on the show. How are you doing? Thank you. Uh, good morning, and thanks for the invitation. I'm I'm always thrilled to speak about paddle, and especially uh, paddle in Hungary. Yeah, absolutely. Um, first question, which I always start off with: uh, How did you actually get into paddle? Well, I, I was I'm an ex tennis player. I, I played professional tennis for a few years. Uh, I was in, also in the US with a tennis scholarship. And I went to work for multinationals, uh, and one of the multinationals was SAB Miller, the South African breweries, which had a, had a company in the Canary Islands in Spain, uh, Tenerife. And, and, and my boss invited me to play Palo, which I didn't know what it was. And then we started playing, and I realized love at first sight. Um, I've seen them, um, you know, the game, there are a lot of similarities with tennis. Um, a lot of fun. Uh, basically, I fell in love with the sport, and I started playing immediately, two or three times a week. I, I became a member of the local team. We played the team championship. I played a few tournaments. So that's uh, how I got engaged and I, since uh, 19, uh, 2020, uh, 2012. Okay, so it has been 11 years now. So yes. You, you have been playing paddle for a long time, a lot longer than anyone else almost in Europe, apart from the Spanish. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and so how did that actually start? So you, you you talked about your background in tennis, but what was your what was your best result in tennis apart from getting a scholarship? Well, I was I was number eight in Hungary and I was number nine hundred and twenty-eight in the ATP. So I played a few uh, challengers and a few satellite tournaments. But when I was twenty-one, I had to make a choice. Do I continue playing professional and try to make it to the top? Or I take the opportunity to go to the States and get a, a good scholarship. Uh, and I decided to do for the for the second one and end up in uh, Richmond, Virginia and at the University, University of Richmond. I graduated there uh, and that's how I finished my, my tennis career. Yeah, I mean, it, it's um, it's actually a pretty interesting one. I'm, I'm um, 
I wasn't at your level in tennis. Um, I was I was pretty good. I'm a two time um, national champion of uh, in amateurs in in Hungary, and um, and obviously it's it's not the same as as you guys. We are not a million miles away, but you're definitely definitely a lot better. But what I what I advise to the kids as well is that I think the way forward, because it's really hard to to be um, a Fucevic, it's really hard to be a Morozhan, and and the best thing what you can do from your tennis career. Is, is to actually get a scholarship. So I, I do I do really see your point on why you've chosen that one. So how did you actually start the Hungarian paddle? Because because you you were pretty much the first person who who actually thought that okay, you, you came back to Hungary and and obviously you you just decided that yeah that definitely has has a base where you can start off. So how how did the the whole thing start? Sometime back in two thousand. 15, I think uh, a great friend of mine, Peter Pakai, uh, came to visit me in, in Tenerife. And I, I, he was also an ex-tennis player. I went to play um, a paddle and he had the same as same infection as I had. Uh, fell in love immediately. Uh, and we had a beer after the game and we said, Jesus, why don't we bring this to Hungary? Um, so that was the, uh, the, the first instance. And then we spoke to a couple of other people who had the same intention and Mr. Laszlo Atzel was also intending to do something similar. He's coming from squash. So we decided to, to first establish the federation itself because we want to self-regulate ourselves for the sport, which we want to bring in and, 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 and invest. So um, then in 2017, we have uh, invested in the first paddle club in Hungary uh, called Premier Paddle. Uh, in fact, we came up with the name first, not the professional tour. So unfortunately, we did not protect this name for the whole world, uh, you know, uh, copyright-wise. And we, we 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 built up the first club with three courts outdoors in a quite um, you know fancy area of Budapest. Uh, and uh, basically, it was uh, a complete leap of faith. Nobody knew the sport, and nobody knew what we we're talking about. Nobody ever tried it. Uh, I brought a, a, a Spanish coach from 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 uh, Tenerife uh, to try to uh, teach the people. We invested a lot of money into the opening ceremony. We had press. Uh, we had some famous people, and basically, we opened the first gate, and we're expecting people just to come and show up. So that's how it started, and it started, you know, bit by bit. You know, first tournament in in a, in, a, in a two months time, and then basically it was it was it was a quite a an encouraging start for something that nobody ever tried before. Yeah, the um, the PR of of the sport is obviously now helping a lot, and um, you know we 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 talked about it before we went on air. Is is that I, I live in Bristol, and and Bristol is obviously now booming. And and uh, what I was telling everyone now, in um, when I was when I just came home uh, almost a week ago, and and I and I started to talk about like what's happening in in the UK. Is that the UK was a little bit behind uh, before, like basically, I would say around two years ago, it was a little bit behind Hungary, and now it also took over. And and yeah, it, it's down to a lot of factors. You know, we're talking about a, a country which has over sixty million people against a country which has like nine and a half. So it's it's quite it's quite hard to to um, get similarities, but it, it's it's actually quite. I mean, it's it's better to to talk about the Swedish model in in terms of like Sweden has the same amount of population as Hungary, but has a lot more money. So um, and and it's quite interesting because in Hungary, obviously, a, a lot of um, outdoor courts are there, 
and um there's not as not as many um indoor courts which at the moment seems like a big big bigger deal than the number of courts because you've got some outdoor courts but it's not for it's not for the whole year so i i guess that will be something which you will be working towards was the first club in nodrate where where i actually no, played it was in pasharet it was oh, about uh, two kilometers oh, yeah, from yeah, there yeah 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 okay yeah 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 that was the first so and how did you how did you start the federation then i guess you started the federation yeah we started the uh, three of us started them um, so peter park is a lawyer so he has he has all the means to do this so we applied um, to the to the normal normal routes with first with the Budapest uh, you know judiciary body um, and uh, calling all the stops to to get established. But you know anybody can establish a federation, and you you have many many examples in the world where there's two, three, four federations in the same country fighting each other. Uh, so we wanted to avoid that, uh, and basically we want to make sure that we legitimize ourselves internationally. Uh, so first we we applied to the FIP. Uh, we got accepted in in '98 uh, as a class uh, C member without a vote, and then in in uh, in '99 we have uh, uh, joined. You mean the sorry? Federation. You mean uh, 2018 and 2019? Sorry, so yeah, sorry, sorry. Tw- yeah, okay. I'm, I'm 2018 was uh, was uh, FIP. 2019 was uh, was uh, FEPA, Federation of European Parliament, um, and then. Also, we got um, ac- accepted by the um, Hungarian uh, Competitive Sport Association, which is the so-called non-Olympic sports uh, uh, federation. So that's the highest federation can be part of. So it, basically, we have made sure that we have linked to every uh, you know regulatory body in Hungary and, uh, and on, around the world for basically to get the exclusivity and, and not to you know lose energy fighting other guys and instead bringing them in and also we made a lot of effort to 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 you know we studied as a club first so obviously and there's a bit of, bit of a conflict of interest having a club and having um, you know, the federation at the same time so but every time there's a bigger club joining the federation we we try to to make sure that they they join the board so now the three biggest clubs are are, are in the board of the federation uh and and that's that's how we operate uh, basically yeah, no, no, I get it, and and that makes sense. And also, another question appears to me because a, a lot of the federation, and for example, um, the the British one operates the same way. That the LTA is actually sorry, that the pedal federation is part of the LTA. Is there no chance, or you never wanted to be part of the Hungarian Tennis Federation, and or no. or how? Because sometimes. I mean, there's there's two way of thoughts about it. One is that it would be quite nice to have some sort of backing buddy which has been there for a hundred years and they have the money and that sort of thing. But the press of the Hungarian Tennis Federation wasn't always the best. So I guess you've because um, you you are now obviously uh, saying no <laughs> with your gestures. Uh, the listeners cannot really see that, but basically, I believe that that's why you've chosen to to go the the separate route, right? Overall, I don't agree uh, of Paolo being under tennis um, because they're competing sports. So why would you put two competing sports into the one one uh, governing body? Because then the body will decide the priorities in terms of funds. Um, and we cannot deny competing because we fight for the ground, um, you know, with, uh, with the square meters, 
many tennis clubs are converting their, their, their tennis courts into paddle courts. I have a few examples here in Hungary as well because they can generate more cash. And the other thing, of, of course, the first uh, sort of uh, source of players are coming from tennis um, every in every country. So let's not deny there is a, a comp competition there. <clears throat> and the second thing, and I think the world tennis lo looks at Paddle as a com competitor. Um, and there has been some efforts in the ITF trying to incorporate Paddle under themselves. And uh, there was a very tight vote where the the, uh, the ITF at, at the end did not approve the, 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 the members did not approve Paddle being joined. And um, and, the, and the reason is that basically, I think Paddle can survive by its own. Paddle can thrive on its own. I think it, it can independently can bring more uh, sponsors, can generate more, let's say, events. Uh, I think there's a, a specialty need. Uh, you need to have special, special um, skills uh, to manage Paddle uh, as a competitive sport. So overall, um, I, I, I don't agree that we should be under the same roof. With regards to Hungary, um, yes, there's been some bad press. There's been some some sad uh, histories in the past. But we always maintain a good uh, relationship with Hungarian Tennis Federations. I know half of the board myself. Some of them even play paddle. Um, so we, 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 we're not competing locally. I think they have their own problems. We have our own problems and we just coexist uh, happily for the time being. Yeah, no, it, again, it makes sense. I I tend to agree with what you're saying. The only thing which which I wouldn't necessarily agree with is that I don't think it, it has to be competing sports. I think it can live alongside each other. And I I am torn between myself because I play paddle two, three times a week and I try mm -hmm. to play tennis two, three times a week. But it is... And for example, in the UK, it's a lot more accessible to play paddle indoors than tennis. Because tennis mm. is ridiculously expensive to play indoors. And paddle is fairly doable. So it, in in the winter, it's a lot easier for me to, to, to lean towards paddle. But in the summer, when it's nice and it's it's lovely outside and it's warm and and you know, then then you want to maybe play tennis. And one thing is that you know, we grew up playing tennis, you and me. Yeah. So we we sort of still want to go back to our roots. I guess you still play tennis as well. Just with my son, because he, he's a competitor. And I do that due to obligation. I don't do that because of pleasure. <laughs> okay, I get you. <laughs> so how do Hungary in, in general fare in the world of paddle as a nation? Mm. It's... Uh, it's difficult to say. Uh, we, we did some international tournaments, of course, uh, like the, the FIP World Championship qualifiers uh, in Derby last year, for example, uh, where we have not passed our group's uh, stages, but um, the Hungarian team has won versus Czech Republic, the ladies, and they, they won a match versus Finland. Uh, the, the, the guys did not win a match there. So if I want to maybe cluster the European competitive scenery, I would say, you know, the top notch would be uh, Spain, Portugal, uh, France, Italy, maybe. Um, then it'll be followed by Northern Europe, uh, Scandinavia, Belgium, Netherlands. Then probably uh, Central Western Europe, like Germany, Switzerland. Then it'll be followed by Eastern Europe, Central Eastern Europe, where we are. And then going maybe to further Eastern European countries like Moldova that are starting now and so forth. So you, this would be... The, for me, the ranking. If I say the ladies, the ladies are, I would say, you know, the the 
the, among the best nations in, in Central Eastern Europe and probably the same level as Germany and, and Switzerland. And the guys, would I would call them maybe the middle middle pack of, of Central Eastern Europe. Um, that's where we are. So if I did the ranking, the, 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 the ladies would be maybe, you know, the, 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 the top 60% and the, the guys would be top 75% maybe uh, of, of, of Europe. And then I'm not talking Argentina, Brazil and, and, and these kind of countries. So, so we are we are there. We, we you know when we go to play international tournaments, we, we we win we win some some team games. We win some 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 matches. We has we have uh, you know our guys playing FIP futures. Um, uh, same with the ladies. We had some, and also we, in, in Hungary we have organized uh, two AT, APT uh, tours. One with uh, one hundred ten thousand euros. Uh, one with ten thousand euros. Um, where where basically you know see that this is too far ahead uh, for us at this stage. That's why we have established the Central European Power Tour, um, which has uh, been organized in uh, six different countries, Croatia, Austria, Hungary, uh, Romania, uh, Slovakia, uh, to, uh, to basically to compete with the guys in our level. Because we don't like to go out there and get, get beaten by 6-0, 6-0 by, by some Spanish uh, juniors, you know? So that's yeah. where we are. I think it's for the country that has been there for five, six years. I think I'm, I'm, I'm proud where we are. I think we are where we're supposed to be uh, and maybe a bit ahead with the ladies. Yeah, I mean, um, the next question, which I wanted to actually ask is, is, um, is where we can get in like five, 10 years. Mm. And, and I also ask that because now there's a lot of juniors who, who come out who are maybe not with a tennis background. They started off as actually like five, six years ago or three, four years ago with a pedal background. And yet tennis helps still, even with the juniors who come out as a pedal background because they can volley maybe better. They Their smashes are quite a lot more natural. But how do you see the Hungarian players in like five, 10 years? What do we need to get to maybe not the Spanish level, but maybe the the Dutch level? Um, I would make a big difference between, between five and 10 years. Within five years, we'll be a bit better than now, not not by 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 miles, because again, we're talking to 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 guys who are now maybe 14, 15 years old now and comes from tennis. And I think tennis is, a, is an advantage originally, but it's a disadvantage later on because of the mechanics and the automatisms that you have. So I believe our future lies in in the kids that are starting to play now and starting to play uh, battle first and that's why that's just the focus of the federation right now we are we are having a program of recruiting kids of the age of eight to ten uh, and offering them uh, you know special uh, training opportunities so with the national coach uh, with with uh, with uh, say fund funded from partly from the federation itself. Uh, we want to. We are. We have. We we have, we're going to have the third uh, junior national championship in October. So we we we're starting uh, the the framework, but we're still very early. So I, I think what what we decided as, as the board is basically go, you know, to to milestone minus one. So even before they play, we have to go there. So then also sometimes there's a lot of uh, you know, training camps in, in many of the clubs because uh, you know when this is a big habit in Hungary, maybe in in, in UK as well where. The kids are not in school. The parents are desperate what to do with the boy, with the boys and the girls, and they find you know very expensive training camps here and they're swimming, running, football, whatever. So Paolo has done the same. So I think it's a very good um, recruitment for 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 new kids. 
So I believe, uh, you know, in five years, ladies maybe will be uh, in the Scandinavian level because we have some some talents, uh, you know, coming up. Uh, and the boys may be on the top of the CE and maybe at par with, with Austria and so forth. But I think that the big difference should be in 10 years' time uh, uh, to, to achieve that. What do we need to, to, to get there? Obviously, we need more infrastructure. We need more courts. We're now down to about 70 courts uh, in Hungary. Um, and I hear new courts every day that they're opening. Uh, and uh, uh, of course, it's not the same pace as, as UK. We have a different economic conditions here and so forth. But I think it's, it's accelerating quite a bit now. We need more players, uh, of course. Um, and the, the Federation itself has done a few uh, actions to, to make the sport popular. One was called Paddle for All. Um, we have uh, basically worked together with the newest, uh, more the newest, fanciest uh, shopping mall uh, here in Budapest, where we have placed a mobile court for a week in, in indoor inside uh, in in the shopping center. We have uh, you know played a tournament for between Germany, Czech Republic, Poland, and Hungary. We invited uh, celebrities to play. We had uh, some open matches um, and so forth. Uh, so we put an effort into making the, the sport more popular. And, and the key focus is kids. And also we have a, a school program where we are basically visiting the schools near the clubs. So it's a service to our clubs as well, where we have a demo kit uh, to show the kids. And we work in hand in hand with the, with the clubs that they offer special deals for the kids around um uh, to to bring the right so that's i think we need more more players and more courts more more players more kids and i think we also need um better uh more coaches with, with better qualifications with that we have a, a national coach uh, uh laszlo imre who is basically our strategy was to 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 grow our own uh, coaching uh, talent uh basically we work together with the catalan federation in, in barcelona where basically had I think two to, to three stints, uh, you know, a month each, working with the local, uh, you know, the federation people, to this, developing himself um, and, and getting uh, coaching opportunities, which he can transfer back here. Um, at one stage, you know, when if the federation gets wealthier, maybe we're gonna bring in, you know, top uh, coaches uh, either for shorter periods or for longer periods. But we need, we need, we're gonna definitely need that. And we need funding, of course. Um, and and what we're doing now is is uh, the funding is coming from uh, three sources. Uh, in, in fact, four four sources. One is from our own members, of course, uh, with the membership fees and the tournament fees. The second one is is um, government subsidies. Um, uh, sport in Hungary is very dear to the to the to the leading elite, and 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 I think we did a good job to make sure that the 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 the, the sports government body understands. Um, understands, um, you know, that this is an opportunity for us and, and our selling stories that we can become a top nation with a lot less investment than in handball, for example. And then uh, we have uh, European fundings. Uh, for example, this this event that we've done uh, for Power for All, we, we was funded from European funds. And we have some local sponsors from the market we have been able to acquire uh, going forward. But we need more. We need at least five times more. To be able to fund, you know, the traveling or the coaching or the the the, the staff development. And another important thing is that we have um, a, a coach uh, um, a training uh, program curriculum um, every year. Uh, now we have done it. First, we had we have done it with a with Belen Castillo, who is a two times world champion, a Spanish lady who came here to 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 teach our our our, our, our 
coaches. Now we're doing it on a more regular basis. Um, Gustavo Oliva, who, who works at the Santander de Palo Club, he's now organizing it. And basically, we had just had over 20 people uh, participating, and we have 20 more applying for the next one. We want to have like a regular, uh, uh, let's say, program for to developing coaches. But for the top players, we definitely need somebody uh, like a Mourinho who comes here um, uh, and 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 gives us inspiration and 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 some 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 momentum going forward. So this is the plan to to get to get to this uh, to, to 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 the higher level in, in Palo. Yeah, it makes sense because. Um... You know, now now I see these two countries. Obviously, I talk to to different people around uh, Europe, around the world, um, and and I see the amazing job which which this new sport. Because one thing is that it was established or or founded in '69 in Mexico, but yeah. but still, it's apart from Spain. We're talking about the last five to eight years since it really just sort of started to to be built like with building courts and 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 people started talking about it people started seeing the business opportunities and i and we always talk about it and 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 i really love it that you said that you need more of everything like more more players more courts more coaches more funding more this and that so so yeah it 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 obviously makes sense for a small country as as hungry um that we need you know to maybe even get some some like tennis is not in a good place at the moment and and pedal is getting to be in a better place so if if there's there's some parents who actually decide okay i don't want my kid to to play tennis i would like my kid to play pedal this is an opportunity for the pedal federation what i wanted to ask is 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 there um like um an official sponsor for clothing or or rackets or bowls yes. within the federation Yes, um, we we're just signing a deal with Head for shoes, balls, and and, and rackets, uh, and we have a deal with Neo Sport, which is a Hungarian company for for clothing. Um, so that that's that's where we stand in terms of the equipment um, going forward. Oh, so it's not gonna become uh, Head then? No, because we signed with Neo first. Oh, okay. so Head Head, okay. Head would love to to give the clothes, but we have to respect our signed uh, deals. So is it with the Hungarian head, or yes. with no? It's it's with a, it's, it's it's with Hungarian head, but the the support comes from central head because okay. um, I understand that they 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 look at Paolo as a strategic sport now, and there's access to so central fundings for for certain countries. Though you know, I'm not sure about other countries. So I'm not going to speak to others, but we had a very good relationship with head here, and and we are very quiet. Um, uh, you know. Thrilled that there's going to be financial support as well, which is not normally the case. Yeah, no, I I, um, I know the the organization pretty well because I used to be the brand manager of Head. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. So so that's 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 my background. So uh, yeah, I uh, I know the guys really well, and 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 I love them to bits. So so uh, yeah, well done. Um, and also, it's it's quite good. And and Head has the best PR at the moment because obviously of Coelho. And Jose Maria. So, um, do you actually follow the WPT and Premier? Of panel? course, of course. Who's your favorite player? If you can name one, Belastegin. Okay, the goat. Okay, yeah. no, it makes sense. It makes sense. Well, I like uh, him because of his character. You know, not that's you know, of course, he's he's been rusty already, and he's forty two or something like this. 
but his I think he's a Nadal of tennis um, uh, with his attitude, with his work ethic, with his strategy, with his uh, you know long-term sustainable uh, qualities. Uh, I spoke to him in Vienna uh, a couple of uh, months ago in the World Power Tour. Uh, had I spent you know five six minutes talking to him and he's a very very humble guy, very uh, you know supportive and you know he said if there's any event in Hungary, he would love to 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 join and help us. Yeah, no, he he seems uh, a really nice lad, and and also it's it, it's great that he's helping all the young players. Um, you know, now he's playing with uh, with Yanguas. Uh, before that, he was playing with Coelho. So you know, it, it's uh, it's actually helping a lot that he's uh, he's improving these players. And and I think one of the the next big talents is Yanguas himself. And yeah. it was quite funny that uh, connection because um, um, I, I haven't mentioned it, but uh, Norby Namchak came on on my podcast as well he has a podcast as well and, and um, he was saying that the first um, uh, guest who he had was actually Mikey Yanguas so, mm-hmm. so he's 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 a lovely approachable guy as well and and Bella look you cannot name a better player he's he's the undisputed goat so absolutely so and how do you see obviously you you, you see the the situation of pedal in Hungary and how do you see the situation within the five ten years uh, period what we just talked about in Europe do we need more time to get into the Olympics or you reckon that this five ten years will be enough to actually convince people at the Olympic committee to to get pedal into the Olympics yeah um so I'm I'm, I'm quite close to the FIP uh, uh, management team as well uh, and and you know it's, it's, there's a lot of, you know talk about the olympics and there's a lot of disappointment about not getting to the 28 um and it's you know i think sparo has everything all the prerequisites to join the olympic sports uh and and and, and i think will help the olympic sports big time because of the the the, the popularity increasing uh, for the sport so i think it's logical to make make this step I don't know what politics are behind them, I mean, and I don't even know get into that. So, you know, how, who makes decisions based on what? We have some pretty bad examples in FIFA uh, World Championships. I, I hope it's not the same in Olympics. But so that's why it's difficult to predict. But I think it has all it needs to have uh, to join, and and the expectation that in thirty two, Paris should be uh, uh, or could be part of um, of Olympics. So I think one day sooner or later it will be, and I think the moment it's Olympic sports is going to be another boost. For the sport itself, because there's a more government fu- government funding will be available, more sponsorships and and, and so forth. But I think Paro does not need Olympics to to. I think Olympics probably needs more power than than Paro needs Olympics. Olympics is struggling uh, in a way. That's why we, they bring all these funky new sports to make it more attractive to to younger populations and so forth. Um, so let's 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 take olympics out of the equation i think what sport really needs is a big tv network um to basically put in the program and uh because you know if you look at the, the bicycle races i mean how popular is it you know watch the tour de france even though you don't you don't do the sport on a professional basis or on a competitive basis and I think uh, it probably is so easy and enjoyable to watch them. And then, you know, when, when we bring people to the sport and we always send, send videos to for them to understand what it is and they say, wow, this is amazing. And power is made for TV. Um, so I think TV, not, big TV network deal, like, uh, and there's a few out there, ESPN in, in, in Latin America, I know it's there. There's some uh, media set in, uh, in Italy, I know it's there. But I think we need a trans-European, like a Eurosports kind of 
deal would would help the sport tremendously. I think, that, and 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 once it's happening, then you know you're gonna start making the front pages of of the press. We use all our connections to put paddle into Hungarian sports pages because we're well connected. But we need big news. We need uh, you know either a big tournament or a big event or a big guest coming here. Uh, and but it would be great to have these regular news and people knowing who Belastegin is or who Yang West is and so forth. And and also what the sport also needs is non-Latin players on the top. Because uh, and 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 more English language uh, or international language for that matter, because um, it's it's now seen as a marginal sport uh, for for let's say Latin people uh, usually, and I think FIP is putting a lot of effort to that as well. You know, you have uh, they're trying to there's some Swedish people I think in the top hundred, so there's there's already non-Latin people in the top hundred in both uh, uh, men and women, but more of that that is needed. Yeah, 100%. And and there's a few reflections wh- which I wanted to say. A, I I I loved that quote uh that um the Olympics needs battle more than the battle scene needs the Olympics. I absolutely love this. The other thing is is that the TV deal is definitely coming. It was quite surprising for me cuz last year BT Sports, which is the second most influential sports channel in the UK were actually covering the world paddle tour. Mm. And, and now this year, somehow it's not on there, which just sort of blows my mind because uh, last year was still sort of the aftermath of COVID and, and it was a, you know, it, it was a great tour and obviously LeBron and Galan really made um, a point of, of how their, their dominance was seen. And this year is the same with Tapi and Coelho. And I think Paddle is in a good place um, in terms of like, there's a lot of guys who you can really support, who you can really stand behind. And, you know, you've got these Stupachuks, you've, you've got, you've got a lot of these amazing players who, who you look at and they're all characters. It's great that it's a double sport as well. So you can really stand behind it. It's really easy to cover in terms of like with the cameras because, because they have the panoramic courts and you can, you can see everything what's happening. So I, I do see what you mean. And, and I, I think if, if your sport or, you know, one of these, these national TVs or, you know, if, if they have the, the bigger tournaments, the only, the only thing which, which I can say as a criticism is that every week they're playing a major tournament every week. And that's not sustainable. So they have to realize that they have to sort of come up with a 250, 500 and a thousand as what they're doing in tennis. They do have 500 tournaments, which no one really cares about, but there's like, I don't know, three, four in a year and everything else is a thousand. So, you know, we were actually laughing at that because they were playing Valladolid, I think. And then they went to Mendoza or something like that. And one was WPT. The other one was uh, Premier Paddle, which is going to be merging. So that's, that's a good thing. But what I didn't really understand was they literally play the final in Spain and then they get they hop on a plane and two days later in Argentina, they're playing playing another major tournament. So I don't like that. That still needs some some fine tuning, but I'm pretty sure that's coming. So how many times? It's just a personal thing because we we talked about a lot and, and I want the listeners to know you better as well. How many times do you play per week? My objective is, is three times. Uh, my actually is about one because I'm really busy with with, with the work I'm doing. But uh, I'm trying to, in the winter time. I have more time because I'm, then 
we have three clubs uh, and only one is operating winter time which is indoors and uh, so I, I have more time to to play but in a lot less um, um, capacity so I have to play play early mornings and so forth because you you said that uh, three and you you're part of owner of premier pedal yes yeah okay um how about the because the, because there's one now in the bottom which yes. is the newest thing and i know that you're putting a lot of emphasis on that one and it's great don't get me wrong it's absolutely amazing um how how was the press and and how was the feedback on that court how did people like it i think it's it's a it's a, it's a step-by-step exercise because um we have realized when in the indoor course uh, indoors is that uh, it's complicated as you mentioned um, and I'm glad we have invested into uh, sorry outdoors is complicated indoor I'm glad we invested in indoors because summertime you you visit the season is seven months more or less and and you in two months so, you know the top of the summer you have either heat waves or you have uh, massive rains or people go on vacations and and so then you're you're struggling in these two months and one of the reasons that we lost the clients was was in the Balaton Lake. So they spent the weekends there. So basically, the, you know, the first, they were, the, our clients were very glad that they could continue practicing their sport uh, in the summertime. So, you know, what we see some natural, let's say, movement from Budapest to, to Lake Balaton in the wintertime. And also making a, a, an effort to, to, make, to make sure that the, the local people understand uh, the sport we have made some clinics. We made an opening ceremony. We had the the, the mayor giving us a speech. Uh, we're doing some targeted, uh, uh, you know, social media and Google campaigns uh, to bring it up. So I would say uh, it's a slow start, but it's building bit by bit. So I'm I'm quite confident that the habit will be there. Yeah, hundred percent, and and it needs be because um, how I see paddle is that it's so much fun. Tennis is so annoying in many ways. <laughs> It just absolutely gets on your tits, I have to say. So with paddle, yeah, obviously there's gonna be some uh, some off days, but still because it's doubles, you can still depend on your partner, and it's yeah. fairly easy to get. Which which side are you playing, by the way? I'm on, on the backhand, which I should run more. So, but luckily my my partner is is a lefty. <laughs> so and he he's a better mover uh, yeah. and I like to be on the backhand because I can smash the ball out with a spin uh, from the left side uh, and I like to return from a, from with the backhand from the wall. Yeah. So I, I prefer I prefer the 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 backhand side, but with the lefty. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. And uh, have you had one or two handed backhand when you were playing tennis? Two handed in tennis and one handed in in in, in paddle, of course. Yeah, yeah. And what racket do you play with? Head. Alpha. Okay. Okay. That's that. So that's uh, that's the connection. Or you maybe have to say that now. <laughs> no, I I, <laughs> I, I have it uh, for years now. I love the way the, the distribution, the shape. It's aggressive. No, I I think what what heads just um, they're lucky. I have to say because uh, now that they have uh, both um, world number ones or not just both but all three because obviously the ladies do they do play with each other that they're really lucky that they they literally have everyone um who who's um who's on 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 top of their game so that's that's amazing look um we're almost at time and what i wanted to ask of you is that what would make you satisfied 
in terms of Hungarian pedal, the Federation itself and pedal itself in the next, you know, in in the the upcoming years, I'm not going to ask the five, 10, 10 years again, but going forwards, what would make you happy as the president of the uh, Hungarian Pedal Federation? I have, I have a quite concrete vision uh, and for I would say 10 years because I think um, you know it's a complicated um, uh, situation in terms of economics and politics uh, in this part of the of, of Europe uh but we have now about uh, 70 courts I would like to go to 500 courts in 10 years and half of them being indoors we have uh, about um, 7000 players that we know about I would love to have about 50000 players that play regularly we have a ranking about uh, 600 people, more or less. I would like to have 4,000 ranked people. Uh, I would like to have two, one pair each, or at least two uh, male and two female players in whatever professional tour is going to be called in uh, 10 years to be on the top 100. And I would like to have uh, uh, at least one pair in the Olympics. That's that's my uh, my vision, my goal. That's That's what would make me happy. That's absolutely lovely. That that sounds that sounds amazing, and that sounds something which uh, which is a vision which every Hungarian people should cherish. Uh, Peter, look, I really appreciate your time. I'm not even gonna say that we have to get a game going because it would be quite nice to have a game. But I know that you're crazy busy. What I can say is that if you're in England, please let me know, and I'll org- and I'll organize a good game for us. Good, great, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. It was great to have you. Bye bye. Thank you.